Hi there, and welcome to Spiritual Capital. Michael Polanyi was a chemist who was on his way to winning a Nobel Prize for his scientific inquiry when he became disconcerted by the inability of people in his own laboratories to, and academies to explain how discovery happens. And so he wrote a book called Personal Knowledge in which he details how people practice a kind of attentiveness that can't be fully explicated. It's tacit. He came up with a whole theory of tacit knowing. But in order to illustrate this theory, he told a story about a time when he was a, a young med student. He was studying an x-ray image, and frankly, he wasn't getting anything. He couldn't see anything in the image, he said, except for the ribs. He couldn't see the pulmonary conditions that he was supposed to be looking for. Not, that is, until he stood next to a couple of seasoned x-ray image readers, some doctors and instructors, I suppose, and he practiced this kind of oscillatory awareness. He looked at the doctors as they talked about the image, and then he looked back at the image, and he listened to the doctors, and he looked at the image, and back and forth he went until he said he stopped seeing the ribs and he started to see the lungs. I've begun to think of seeing the lungs in a community, that is, recognizing how it respirates, how it circulates, as vital to pursuing the well-being of a neighborhood, or of a workplace, or of any small or mid-sized or even large organization. How do we learn to see what you might call the social capital, the social resourcefulness of a community? It's breathing in and it's breathing out. But you know, Michael Polanyi somewhat diminishes the importance of seeing the ribs. But Bree Jones, who does development work in West Baltimore, once said something that's always stuck with me. She said, West Baltimore has good bones. And by that, she means something very economically practical, very materially consequential. And that is, well, there's access to trains. There is good architecture. There is so much economic latency in these neighborhoods. And she wants to help to develop that and move it into circulation. I think you might say that Bree whose business model involves getting committed citizens to live in a particular block and take care of it and develop it, I think you might say that she's learned to see both the bones and the lungs. How do you do that? A few years ago, I was at SOCAP in San Francisco, and I was talking with a man from Indianapolis, Diamon Hargis. You probably heard me reference him before. He's been a guest on this pod before. And he mentioned that recently he and a friend had been doing a, a kind of, I don't know, unconventional social practice. They'd been taking a digital recorder around to their neighbors and asking them to tell stories. And they would sort of um, animate these stories by saying, hey, tell us about a time when you gave something away and you didn't expect anything in return. And the stories they heard were, just astonishing. In fact, Diamond said something that has lodged in my soul. He said, we move millions of dollars in my neighborhood. He was speaking of philanthropic circulation. Now, since then, I've gotten a chance to visit his neighborhood. It's a low-income neighborhood. It's not a place that you would look at and say, oh, yeah, probably millions of dollars circulating in this neighborhood. Now, I attribute my own inability to see this movement, to see this circulation, this respiration, to see this economic practicality, the bones of this neighborhood, you might say, to some kind of white obliviousness. But I suppose that there could be all sorts of ways that 
people are blind to what is hidden but latently present in a neighborhood or a workplace. So my book project refers to this capability that people like Diamon and Bree have cultivated to see both the bones and the lungs of a community. I refer to that as spiritual capital, which is the capability to see what is economically and socially present, but inconspicuous, latent, maybe even hidden, and to animate these resources and to move them into broader and maybe more productive circulation. I explore this in my just-published book, Why Spiritual Capital Matters, which has been uh, put out by Whipfin Stock. You can buy it for about 20 bucks on any number of websites. Because I'm not such a big fan of Amazon, you might try Better World Books, or just go to the publisher, Whipfin Stock, and you'll find a copy there. I hope you consider yourself welcome to this Season 4 of the podcast, Spiritual Capital. I'll be exploring in conversation with practitioners in unexpected corners of creation how people learn to see the hidden economic resources and the latent social gifts of their places and how they learn to put these resources into circulation for the good of the world. I'm Craig Matson. Thanks for stopping by Spiritual Capital.